Thank you for being a friend Travel down the road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant And if you threw a party And invited everyone you knew you would see the biggest gift would be from me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend ba, 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 ba. Anyway, we love you. We will always miss you. You are such a great actress. Betty White, we love you. Uh, for the Mary Tyler Moore Show, for Golden Girls, for Golden Palace, Hot in Cleveland. And um, we will miss you. As a crusader for animal uh, rights. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the first lady of game shows, whether appearing on Match Game uh -huh. or appearing on Password and Password Plus and Password. Super Password right. and Million Dollar Password. Right. And um, Mrs. being Mrs. Alan Ludden. Mm -hmm. I love your, I will always treasure your kindness and your, and your humor and your ballsiness and how you inspired all of us to right. keep that spirit in us. Keep it going. Keep it going. And Betty, we're going to keep that going for you. We love you and we miss you. No passwords will be allowed in the pearly gates. You'll be welcomed in by a loving God and by Alan, who I know will see you and say, hello, darling. Yes. As it should be. As it should be. And now, let's do the Aspie Files. beautiful Minnie Cooper on a sunny Saturday on this very first day of 2022. Up to Venice Dog Beach in Venice, Florida. That's right. One of our favorite places in the world where we've done a couple of episodes on our way up there, haven't we? Yes, we have. Now, we've never done an episode from that beach. No, but it's a beautiful beach to do an episode from. Yeah, we, yeah but we want to do it on the way there because, you know, when we get to the beach, that's like our sacred place. That's our sacred place. Very, very sacred place. Yes. So, but we want to say this, and also this is a brand new season for the Aspie Files. Yes, it is. Season 2022. Season three for the Aspie Files. Yes. And we want to say to our um, many, many fans out there uh, in America and in Europe, because yeah. we have quite a fan base out in um, in in Europe, surprisingly enough. Sure in France and in the UK and in uh, Italy and Germany. Yeah. And we want to say to those fans and those fans in the United States, most of our fans are here in the U.S., we want to say thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to do our show, you know, this wonderful, wonderful podcast, this wonderful talk show that we do, where we talk about, well, whatever the hell we want to talk about. Exactly. Cha, cha, cha. Exactly. Uh, from talking about living on the spectrum to the age of COVID to pop culture to uh, whether it's great movies or whether it's great music or television or um, lifestyle. You know, we're, we're a little bit of everything. We're, um, I, I, I basically said we're sort of a podcast news magazine. We sure are. We try to be anyway. We're having a good day. You have a wonderful day. Absolutely. This what this first day of 2022. I am excited for it. Yeah. And I I I slept off and on after I woke up at uh, uh, to get some breakfast early this morning at like 8:39 in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
this this dog, who's this lovely dog, our little chestnut, our little bundle of joy, bundle of joy, who's sitting on mommy's lap right now. Yeah, while I'm driving. While she's driving. The little chestnut, the Shiba Inu. Shiba, is it what, pronounce the name again? Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. I always wonder if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, Shiba Inu. You know what's interesting about chestnut? What? So many people when we walk or assume it's a he. I know. And how many times have we had to correct people about that? I know. A lot? She's very masculine looking. She is. She really is. But she's very dainty. She is very she dainty. like a fox. Yes, that's the thing. And that's probably where people get confused. Yeah. Because she does look like a fox. She looks like a little fox. Yes, absolutely. But uh, no, this season of the Ask Me Files is going to be really good. We're going to be doing... Um, we want to try to do a little. We want to try to do episodes, you know, once a week, every other week. That's at the, the time we do these episodes. But I also want to do some bonus content as well. If I, if the, if the mood sits me, if something happens in my life, or if I want to do like a three, four minute, you know, something commentary that I'm going to talk about it, or you know, if we want to save it for full episode, we will. Right. Because there are so many topics to talk about. There are so many topics. And I guess I want to start with the new thing is this new year. And first of all, with the new year, how are you celebrating the new year today? Are you sleeping in? Or are you going? to the beach if you're watching movies are you going to brunch yes if you're in the north are you going skiing are you going skiing are you going to the hot tub (laughs) well you know the presumption is if you're skiing or snowboarding you're probably at a resort where there is ski bunnies and hot tubbing yeah and uh anyway uh but we are definitely in your own way you are cha 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 yeah yeah you're having fun having fun we that's I've been trying to define, we've been trying to define the word cha-cha-cha for the past two seasons. Yes. And I've tried, I tried to come up with a PG-13 version. Go ahead. I think I got it. All right. Okay. It is to be enjoying your best life from the food you eat to the music you listen to to, you know, taking care of your, your wellness. Taking care of your wellness. Yes. And that means... You know, controlling uh, your alcohol intake and, you know, any even THC intake. Or if you're like me, just abstaining from it all, which I have been for the past uh, 30, it's about 31, 32 days now. About 32 days. Yeah, and I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah, so he's doing really well. Yeah, my last obstacle is um, uh, junk food. I've, you know, I, I, you know, I just, you know, I gave up both those demons about 32 days ago and, you know, my next thing is to go back to the gym in time and... Uh, yeah, work out, feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I'll do that in time. And I also walk Chestnut and I, you know... He's a good dog walker. I am, yeah, I'll try walk, to be. He takes good care of Chestnut. Yeah, try to be. Yes, very good. The and best. Ch- and Chestnut is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, addition to our family. She is. She's an absolutely wonderful She's addition. A joy. She is a joy and a lucky cat. And so is yeah. Now tell everyone about Lucky Cat, Jennifer. Lucky Cat came into our lives three months ago. Mm-hmm. My parents couldn't take her to New Jersey, so they they dumped her on me. Uh, on well, us. I would say dump dump would probably be um, I don't know that's, They gave her to us. They gave, that's, yeah, that's a better and so they gave her to us to watch over her while they're snowboarding in New Jersey for the holidays. And we don't know when they're coming back. And we don't know if they're going to come back. And, and I say this because I talked to your dad a couple of weeks ago. And what did he say? That he was doing well. He was doing well. And when I talked to him, primarily we talked about uh, Kerry Grant and Morgan Freeman. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, we talked about that. I talked to our friend Paulette. Yeah. Who's um, doing wonderfully. Yeah. And uh, I know I need to check in with her tomorrow because I promised her I would give her a review on a... 
movies. Saw a great movie last yesterday. Yeah, like last night to celebrate uh, the end of 2021. And tell us about the movie. A Journal for Jordan. Yes, absolutely. Very good movie. Yes, it is an absolutely fantastic, and it's based on a tree. It's actually based on a, a real life memoir. Yes, a real life memoir. A Journal for Jordan: A Story of Love and Honor by Dana Kennedy, who is Jordan's mom. Yes. And the story is about First Sergeant Charles Monroe King, who was deployed to Iraq, and he, while he was deployed, he kept a journal of love and advice for his infant son. Yes. And, um, yeah, I will say the film is about love, and it's about family, and yeah. it's about our men and women who serve bravely in the military. Very good movie. And to those who are in the military and who are police and firefighters and first responders. Uh-huh. And teachers and people that keep us safe. To all of you, we salute you on this New Year's Day. Yeah, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. We thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for protecting us and the freedoms that we cherish so much. And and Chestnut says thank you as well. Yeah, Chestnut gives a big thank you. And we know you love dogs as well, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you've got to be a dog and cat lover to... To listen to the Aspie Files. Girl, if you if you if you hate animals, this is not the, the podcast for you. No. Yeah. Uh, but any event, um, so the movie and in the movie, um, I, I love the tone of the movie. I love that it had romantic moments. Mm-hmm. I like that it had moments of war up close, mm-hmm. in personal, mm-hmm. and I love the dynamic between Michael B. Jordan and Shantae Adams. Yeah, very good. Now, and you didn't really know who Michael B. Jordan was, did no. you? No. And what a talented gentleman he is. What a great actor. He is. And for those of you that do know he is, you know him from wonderful movies such as Creed, Creed 2, Black Panther, television shows like The Wire, and he uh, three seasons of All My Children, uh-huh. two seasons of uh, the NBC sports drama Friday Night Lights, That Awkward Moment, Fantastic Four. I know him primarily, I know him especially from a movie that came out um, the year that we got engaged. Yeah, right after we, yeah, right before we got engaged, uh, this movie came out. It's called Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Just Mercy is the true life story of Walt, uh, Brian Stevenson, who is a um, the um, the uh, founder of the Equal Justice Initiative. Uh-huh. And he's also a law professor at New York University School of Law. And in the movie, uh, Michael uh, plays a uh, attorney uh-huh. who uh, represents uh, a man named. Walter McMillan, who was wrongfully convicted of a murder that he did not commit, right. and he spent um, he spent time on death row. And uh, Stevenson, um, Mr. Stevenson, appealed his conviction. Oh. It's a Professor Stevenson, I should say. Right. But um, no, not uh, abs. But Michael B. Jordan was wonderful in um, uh, Journal for Jordan. Very good movie. I was, yeah, absolutely. If you like romantic films, this is the film for you. It was very romantic. Did you cry, baby? I did. Yeah, I, I almost cried. I mean, yeah. I'm teared up a little bit, but... Yeah, it was really good. It's a beautiful, intense movie. Seeing how they met. Yeah. The music that was played, the soundtrack. Now, I will say this. Um, the um, Sergeant King, I must say, in the movie, he was a fan of the classics like I was. That's right. I was amazed by his, um, his love of that, but I just thought... Um, his performance was wonderful. Um, now I know the film got mixed reviews, and I know that the Academy will not will not. I know that I, I and I, I hate to say this, I don't believe the Academy will honor this film this year. Oh no! I think it, I think it will be ignored by the Academy. I don't think so. 
you think the Oscars will uh, I consider? Think the Oscars will consider it. I think at the very least they should consider Denzel Washington for best director. Yeah. And I think uh, Michael B. Jordan for best actor. Oh yeah. And Shantae Adams for best actress. Uh-huh. But this year it's going to be a tough category. Yeah, it's it, very good. It's it's going to be a tough category this year. Very good movie. It's beautiful and it shows it shows you know how these families, military families, cope with you know the uh, long. De- the long deployments and loss yeah. and grief and it's just um, it's a beautiful beautiful story if you have not seen it ladies and gentlemen this is the film to take your parents to see your spouse to see your friends to see uh-huh. take grandma and grandpa to see yeah yeah. but it's an absolutely fantastic movie um, I also want to mention another wonderful movie that came out um, that on Christmas day that we saw came out on uh, Amazon uh, video and Paulette has specifically asked me to mention this movie what movie is that? That movie is Being the Ricardos. Oh, yes. Very good movie. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Written and directed by the wonderful Aaron Sorkin. Yes. Aaron Sorkin is the mastermind behind a few the movies like A Few Good Men, The American right. President, Moneyball, The Social Network, Molly's Game, The Trial of Chicago 6. Uh-huh. And uh, I gotta, this is Aaron's second movie as a director. Really? Second or third. I got I to gotta check real quick. Oh, wow. But, um, no, for, and also Aaron, uh, little known fact, well, Little known fact for people that don't know, um, that um, a few good men was actually a play. Oh. Yes, indeed. And he also had written, um, yeah, he wrote a few good men that was in 1989. Uh-huh. Wrote that. That's when it came out. Um, that's when it appeared on um, uh, Broadway. Right. And um, he's um, he made another play about the Farns about the invention of television by fellow Farnsworth. That was in 2007. And three years ago, he brought To Kill a Mockingbird to the stage. Oh, my God. And it, Aaron's very good friend, Jeff's, uh, Jeff Daniels, from the newsroom, for which Jeff won an Emmy for, okay. uh, was in To Kill a Mockingbird. Got Atticus Finch down perfectly. Oh. Got it down perfectly. Oh, this is the third um, This is the third movie that uh, Mr. Sorkin's directed. Really? Molly's Game, The Trial of Chicago 6, which is on Netflix. It's about a group of anti-war, anti-Vietnam War protesters who are charged with conspiracy and crossing state lines to incite riots of the 1968 Democratic National Convention. Fantastic cast to Sasha Baron Cohen, Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Michael Keaton, Franklin Jella, John Carroll Lynch from The Drew Carey Show, uh, Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies. Wonderful in that. Uh, yeah, if you've not seen Chicago, Chicago, Trial Chicago Seven, that's really good. But I want to get back. I want to get to um, being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos, um, the many much of the praise actually went to um, Aaron. But the film got actually very good reviews. Very so, good reviews. Some people can criticize the tone of it, but people need to understand. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin writes about real life. Right. Whether it's for films, whether it's for television, or whether it's for the theater. But in this beautiful story, it's about um, uh, the moment in the uh, 1952 uh-huh. when uh, Lucille Ball was accused of being a communist. communist. Right. And uh, now, and Nicole Kidman, I, let me just say this, Nicole Kidman did a wonderful job as Lucille Ball. She did a wonderful job. She got the, 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 the she got her genius down, not just as uh, how Lucy was as a person, Right. But as uh, brilliant as she was as a comedian and as a businesswoman. Right. I mean, you know, what Desi Lu Productions did uh-huh. for television, I mean, it's just, it, it, it boggles my mind, you know, what that, um, I mean, not just her shows, uh-huh. 
that they produced, but uh, that company also gave us uh, Mission Impossible. Hi, Chestnut. It gave us uh, Mission Impossible. It gave us Star Trek, the original Star Trek. And it also gave, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, it says here, Andy Griffith Show was shot on Desilu. Uh-huh. So it was a Dick Van Dyke show. Right. Uh, uh, let's see here. My three, uh, my favorite Martian. Wow. Uh-huh. My three sons. I mean, these are Lassie. I mean, these, these are, these are, these are, settled, these are important shows here. Very important. They're very important. But so in the movie, it follows Lucy being accused of being a communist, but it also follows, um, the, um, I don't say disillusion, but it showed how Lucy and Desi's marriage was very, very fragile. Right. I mean, they put up with each other for, tw- they were married for 20 years. I know. And Lucy put up with Desi's womanizing and his right. alcoholism. And um, also the fact that Desi, he, you know, their distance and how they work together. I mean, you know, but, you know, Desi was very protective of Lucy during that period that she was accused of being a communist. Right. Because you he was born in Cuba. And uh, Desi Arnaz, um, his um, his father's his father Alberto was jailed, and all his property was confiscated. Like he suffered under the Cuban Revolution of 1933. Oh, wow. So Desi saw hardcore communism right in your face. Right. And you know Lucy, you know she was one to believe that if you're an American, you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe. Right. Now. I believe that, but I also don't believe you're immune from those consequences. And people just need to understand that freedom is not something that's to be taken for granted. Desi knew that. I know Lucy knew that. And even, you know, Jake uh, William Far- Farley, who played uh, Fred. And J.K. Simmons was wonderful as uh, as uh, Fred. Uh-huh. And he was a heavy drinker himself. What? Surprised me. Oh, well, I know. He, he died in the 60s. Yeah, William died in 1966. And he actually got to work with Lucy right before he died. Right. He was also in My Three Sons. Oh, really? Yes, he was. Absolutely. And I want to say Nina Arenda, who played Vivian, who played uh, uh, Vivian Vance, Ethel, she was fabulous as well. You know, Clark Gregg as Howard Winkle and Tony Hale as their executive producer, Jesse Abraham. I mean, I was, I was so just in awe of how Lucy and Desi fought for their vision of what a sitcom could be. I mean, because when you watch the show, it's clear that Desi's the straight man and Lucy's the, the comic relief. Right. And But Desi played off Lucy very well. Right. And there's something to be said about the straight man in in comedy. Uh-huh. You know, it is 50% of it. Right. Same with, like, you know, Mindy. You can't have a morgue without Mindy. Right. You know, you can't have a, you know, a, you can't have a Burke without, you can't have an Ernie without a Burke. That's right. You can't, um... It's just, it's 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 damn near impossible. It's not, but the film showed chronicled, you know, what show business was like in the early '50s, and you know how hard it was for for Lucy and Desi's marriage, not because of their generation, not just because of the age difference. I mean, she was, uh, seven, she was six years older than him, and actually, Lucy uh, married an even younger guy uh, after her and Lucy, uh, her and Desi divorced in 1960. Oh my goodness. She married a comedian named Gary Morton. Wow. And Gary is, Gary was 13 years younger. Wow. So Lucy Lucy was cougar. Uh-huh. Lucy was a cougar, but right, Lucy. Yeah. She had um but no the so the, the film shows how, how it also shows how a sitcom is written. Right. And it, and the way it works is there's a table read. Mm-hmm. With sitcoms there's a table read and then 
you gotta uh, do rehearsals. You gotta, you know, block the show for camera and for the stage right. and how it's gonna work. Um, and then there's costuming, and then there's uh, rewriting. Right. Um, and then there's actually shooting it, and then there's actually the shooting days. You know, uh-huh. days when you actually shoot the show. And I thought Javier Bardem was wonderful as Desi. He got the bravado and he got the intensity down just to a T. He did a good job. And, if, and not surprisingly, the, the, the film... Movie. Great movie. And not surprisingly, the film was nominated for three Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, best actor for Javier Bardeen, best actress for Luke, for Nicole Kidman, uh, and best writing and best screenplay for Aaron Sorkin. Right. And I'll just say this, uh, I'll just be very honest, I believe Mr. Sorkin deserves to win. Oh, yeah. And... I'm anxious to see because um, Nicole Kid- Nicole Kidman got some tough competition this year. Yeah. I'll just I'll just put that I'll just put that out straight there. This it's going to be an interesting um, it's going to be interesting to see who wins it this year because the, the, her competition. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Jessica Chastain for the Eyes of Tammy Faye, which as of today is on HBO Max. Oh, very good movie. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. If you get a chance to see it today, wherever you are in the world, please get a chance to see it. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, which is on Netflix. I want to see that. I haven't seen that. What's that about? So uh, that's on Netflix. Maggie Gyllenhaal directed okay. it. Okay. And it's about um, a woman who's on a summer holiday who finds herself becoming obsessed with another woman and her daughter, oh. which prompts memories back to her own early motherhood. Oh, wow. So that's going to be really good. Lady Gaga was nominated for her role as Patricia Regina in House of Gucci. Wonderful movie. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Absolutely, absolutely. Favorite movie. Everybody should go see that movie. It's that, awesome. That's Jennifer's movie of the year. Favorite movie. I have to say, I there was I don't think I could pick one movie of this year. There were so many. I, there are too many, but House of Gucci Rock. That's Jennifer's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then we got uh, Nicole Kidman was nominated for being the Ricardos. And then finally... Kristen Stewart was nominated for her role as Princess Diana in the movie Spencer. Oh yeah, Spencer. We have to see that. Yes, we will. we're going to rent that. I haven't seen anything about the streaming services picking it up. But I do think it is well worth seeing. And I have to say, I don't think, I have not thought much about um, Kristen Stewart, but I do like her. Yeah. And she's getting married soon. Oh. Yeah, she is getting married to a, lo- to a lovely woman that she's been dating. I, how long has Kristen been dating this lovely lady for? Um... Let's see here. We, t- we, we we don't always go into celebrity gossip here, but we will here. She's uh, yeah, her and Dylan Meyer, who's a screenwriter. Uh, they've been um, they've been together since uh, 2019. Oh wow! And they're getting married. Very good. So congratulations to Kristen and to Dylan. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. You know, the first time that my uh, father saw them was actually at the Academy Awards with. Uh, when she, uh, when she when Kristen was just starting off with uh, Twilight. Oh, Twilight. I remember that the uh, that 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 teen werewolf, you know, uh-huh. that that shit. I can't get into. Uh huh. Not not my thing. No. No. There's only two good things about Twilight. Uh huh. Anna Kendrick, who we've mentioned on this podcast, very talented actress, who you uh, uh, many of you probably know for a wonderful array of movies such as the Pitch Perfect series. Yeah. Those three, those, 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 uh, that trilogy of movies, wonderful in, um, for, uh, Up in the Air with George Clooney, which is how I discovered her. Uh-huh. She played his protege. Oh, She wow. was wonderful in that. All right. And I loved her drunken version of Time After Time. Uh, that was funny. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 50, uh, movie, other movies including Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, 50-50, Into the Woods, uh, Cake, which we saw with Jennifer Aniston. Very good movie. Yeah, Trolls. Um, and its sequel, Trolls World Tour, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Right. A Simple Favor. Mm-hmm. 
Noelle, and she has a memoir out that she made five years ago called Scrappy Little Nobody. She's she's a she's pro- well, you know, Anna's one of those gals that she um, can dive into any role, and she's gonna or she can take on any song and absolutely either make you laugh or move your heart to tears. Right. She's such a wonderful actress, and I believe she will win an Oscar one day. Good. More than likely, I think it'll be for Best Supporting Actress. Probably. Because she's good at playing a second banana. Right. But she's proven in both Noelle, and she's proven in Table 19, and she's proven in, um, um, oh, what was the one I mentioned? Uh, Simple Favor. Uh-huh. That she can hold her own as a leading actress. But I do think it's going to take the right role to get her best elite actress. It's got to take something that nobody sees coming. Right. You know, and that's, that's just my take on it now. I hope I'm wrong. But, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see where we stand from there. But, um, and I also, I would, I would also kick myself if I didn't say, um, also this, uh, 2021 has been a wonderful year for television. And the one thing, the one show I've mentioned at least once or twice on this podcast that we're very, that I was very excited to bring up is and just like that, yeah, very good. Which was developed by the very talented uh, Mr. Michael Patrick King, yeah. who was the executive producer of Sex and the City. Very good show. He was very a good show. Absolutely, for six seasons from 1998 to 2004, the wonderful series which was created by the very talented Mr. Darren Starr. Darren Starr, for people that don't know, was created Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, Younger. That's Younger is fantastic. They just wrapped after seven seasons. Yeah. Now, Younger is uh, was on TV Land, and then they just wrapped up their last season on Paramount. Uh-huh. Um, the sh- uh, Younger is about um, a um, a woman who wants to go back into who work, wants to work in publishing. Right. And uh, she's divorced. She has a teenage uh, daughter. And she ends up falling for a 26-year-old tattoo artist. Oh, my goodness. And to get into the industry and get with this guy, you know what she does? What? She passes off as a 20-something. She does. Yes, she does. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, um, uh, uh, Sutton Foster, who plays the, um, who plays, uh, the, um, who plays the divorcee, she plays Liza Miller, and I, the series is absolutely fantastic. I was I was very very blown away by how well the show is written. I I I constantly admit I need to finish watching it, but there's some episodes that make me cry, and I'm not always one that want to watch. I'm not. Do I like stuff that moves my heart? Yes. Do, does Jennifer see me cry at movies sometimes? Yeah. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes. I can tell you the movies that have made me cry. Right. Uh, I have the milk. Milk made me cry. The wrestler made me cry. This journal for Jordan made me cry. Um. Lincoln made me cry. Right. So it's um, I it, it's 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 I, I go my emotions go where they go, but I do want to mention um, and so and just like that. Now and just like that is the continuing story of Carrie Bradshaw, Miranda Hobbs, and Charlotte York Goldenblatt. Right. That's that's uh, her married name. What's her married name? Goldenblatt. Oh, Goldenblatt. That's Harry. That's Harry, her husband. Right. Who's played by a wonderful actor named Evan Handler. Isn't he? Isn't he hilarious? Yeah, so funny. And he also, you know him for uh, Californication and Power, but I know Evan primarily for Sex and the City. Yeah, very you, good movie. Yeah, very good show. And movie, and they've made two movies. Yes. But I can safely speak for the dais, the, the entire dais, even as the only, uh, probably one of the few straight guys that will admit to seeing Sex and the City openly. Right. I can safely say uh, there was no need for a second movie. No. But I can, but I can safely say, and just like that is. Very, very good. It's a good movie. Very good movie. Uh, series. Series. Very good series. Although it could have been a movie. But too 
bad about Big. Uh, Chris Noth? Yes. Absolutely disgusting what we... I know. What we heard, we couldn't believe. The accusations. We couldn't believe the accusations. Uh, for people that are just catching up... He seems like a really good guy, too. But as we know, he has been accused by five women. I know. That's too bad. It's absolutely... That really is too bad. And, you know, I can safely say this, like, you know... I believe it happened. Yeah. Now I know the investigation. There's going to be. An, I, I. And I do believe there will be an investigation. I know LAPD has not acted yet. Right. But they're going to have to do something. They're going to need to open up an investigation soon. Right. Because this behavior is not acceptable in our society. Right. No means no. That needs to be respected. Right. That goes to every man, every woman. No <laughs> means no. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I could, I will say this though, if I may though, um, I hope we didn't go after, uh, Sarah, Jessica, Cynthia, or Kristen, or Kim. No, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, they sit with the ladies. I got to give Sarah, Cynthia, and Kristen credit. Yeah. Sarah, Jessica. I was, she doesn't care if it's Sarah, Jessica, or SGP. I always call her Sarah for some reason, but it's Sarah, Jessica. But, um, no, I mean, I was surprised. And we were surprised by the first episode when he, when he keeled over on that, um, uh, on that bicycle. Right. We were surprised. And we, we didn't know what was going on. But our first, you know, the series itself, I mean, it, it, would you agree, honey, that, um, that, and just like that is a very different series than, uh, Sex and the City or? No? Oh, yes. Now, why do you think it's different? Because they're a lot older. They're in their 50s now. Yeah, they're in their 50s. Yeah. They're in their 50s. Uh, Miranda's married. Right. Charlotte's married. And Hannah's not in there. Yeah. Uh, although, I have a... Where do you... I have a predict. We know she's in London. Right. But I actually have a prediction of where she... Where do you think she... Uh, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. Well, I know what I... I know... I know what I... I know what I think. I have a what prediction. Do you, 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 do, you, do you Do you guys want to hear my conspiracy theories on Go this? Ahead. Okay. I think she is doing PR in London. Yeah. And... No, I don't think she got back together with Smith. No. Because Smith and her broke up in the uh, first movie. Right. That was... That was... That was... To me, that was heartbreaking. Right. That was... I don't know. I I was rooting for them. I know that Samantha is fiercely independent. Yeah. And would you say very guarded? Very guarded and independent. Very guarded and... Not not the kind of person that I think you can get too personal with. Right. I've called her the female D. Martin. Right. Because D. Martin, talented, uh-huh. uh, but a mystery off, uh, off stage and off camera. Uh-huh. Like he wasn't the kind of person that you could get um, that you could have a personal conversation with. The person you could have a good time with, have a couple laughs. Right. Um, and you know you have, you know you'll never forget that moment. But not the kind of person that I, I personally believe you could get that personal with. And Samantha was like that too. But you know, and I was I was surprised to hear Kim Cattrall said that they the, the ladies weren't as close that that Kim was not as close with Sarah Jessica, Cynthia, and Chris as I thought she was. Right. That surprised me actually. I know. Because they had such a chemistry. I thought so too. And I know Sarah Jessica was hurt by that. Right. But she's a very sweet, sensitive uh, girl right. from the Midwest, and she is so incredibly talented. And it's not a surprise that she's won two Emmys and four Golden Globes for her role as Carrie Bradshaw. But the series is different, and you know, Carrie now, um, and also not. I, I think not only because they're older, mm-hmm. but I think this show is also different because they're uh, it, 
they're doing, they're in different roles in their life. It's not because of age, it's because of professions. Right. You know, Charlotte's a mother. Right. And she's dealing with the fact that one of her uh, daughters right. is non-binary. Right. And that, that for me, that's, I, I understand that because I've met people who are non-binary. Uh-huh. I have, I have a friend in college who I met was, and I have a friend that I worked with at Fox who told, who told me that they are non-binary. They binary is they. They is the pronoun. Uh-huh. I go by they or the name that they or their name. It is what it is. Live and let live. Yes, live and let live, but also respect the other person. Right. And I think that is something we have been lacking in our society. Right. And I think we need we need to wise up to that. Yeah. We we just do. We we need to stop being so arrogant and so um. What the word I'm looking for is um boorish. Right. We've been boorish and arrogant for too long. We need to rise up from that. But so, yeah, the series is and Charlotte, the way Charlotte and Harry handled it, um, I, I was impressed by it. Right. I thought they handled it better than uh, Anthony did. Yeah. Anthony, by the way, is um, Charlotte's uh, gay best friend. Right. He's played by Mario Cantoni, uh-huh. who's a very talented comedian from uh, Massachusetts. And uh, he can, can I just say he is one of the funniest people I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. He is just he goes in many different directions. But and and so was um, oh my God Willie Garrison may he rest in peace who played uh, Stan- Stanford. Right. He was the bold gay friend of uh, Carrie's. Mm-hmm. Weren't they wonderful together? Very wonderful. And may I just say rest in peace Willie Garrison for so many roles he did Sex in the City and White Collar and Hawaii Five O. And uh, Stargate SG One for the um, the uh, sci-fi nerds, and um, he um, he died from pancreatic cancer back in September, and he was just um, so a wonderful human being. He really was. Right. I found out about his passing actually right after uh, Waterman fired me. Oh really? Yeah, that's indeed. Wow. So I was I was, and I also remember Willie for guest starring on Boy Meets World. He guest starred in two episodes as. Um, Corey's dad, uh, Alan's uh, assistant manager at the grocery store. Oh. So polite, so um, so funny, and had that um, that very thick New York accent. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was just he was absolutely funny in that. You know, I tried I tried calling I tried calling repeatedly. Did you know that call waiting is only pennies a day? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm went. Uh, but then it was that then, then it was pennies a day. Now right. everybody's got smartphones. It is, but uh, it's and, and Carrie, um, she has on a podcast. Right. She's on a podcast with uh, two very funny comedians. One who's kind of a boorish. Uh, would you call uh, Bobby Lee's character Jackie? Nee, would you? Could we call him a sexaholic? I don't know. I hard to describe him. I don't know. It's hard uh, to describe him. Nympho- uh, 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 freaky. Mm-hmm. Very freaky. Very. Um, I mean, people will use the term sex positive, but people could also describe that to describe Che Diaz, who plays a non-binary um, comedian. Right. Played by uh, Sarah Ramirez, uh, for people that probably remember from Grey's Anatomy, right. as Dr. Callie Torres. Right. And, um, but I, I, and it also was in um, another role where she was a non-binary character in Madam Secretary, which was on CBS for six seasons. Right. Which had Tia Leone as the uh, the, the secretary of uh, the secretary of state. Right. Right. But I gotta say, yeah, no. Um, Sarah did a wonderful job as Che Diaz. I was very impressed by um, just how wonderful how wonderful Che was with uh, Miranda. Right. I mean, we were so I'm I'm amazed. And then we get into Miranda. Now Miranda has quit law school. Yeah. 
to go back to uh, quit being a lawyer and going back to, uh, to college. Right. And it's during that period that Miranda realizes that she's got a couple of issues to deal with. Right. One that she no longer wants to. Be, it's clear that she has one. Would you say it's clear that she and Steve um, are more roommates than a married couple? I think more roommates. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's hard to see it, but it does happen, unfortunately. And you know, her son is 17 years old, and he's got a girlfriend, and she sleeps over a lot. Right. Can you believe the two of them? No. And, and and they bed in his bedroom. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Funny. It was so funny seeing the two of them go at it. It also was interesting, by the way, to see, um, um, uh, um, it was, inter- it was interesting to see Brady's girlfriend, um, what is, what is, gr- um, uh, Luza. Luza, it was, it was good seeing her give Miranda advice, right. wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> and then we get into, uh, Seema, the, uh, who is, uh, sh- uh, Carrie's realtor, and, uh, we like Seema, she's very talented, very assertive, like Samantha. Right very much like Carrie trying to find like her her attitude toward work life is more like Samantha right. but her attitude toward dating would you say is probably more like Carrie uh-huh. I would I would, I would, I would <laughs> bless you babe Excuse me. you okay let it sneeze there real quick but anyway um we also can just say this can I just say this to Seema uh we only we know there's only a few episodes left of and just like that uh-huh. uh but we can we, we can safely say this HBO Max please renew it for another season yeah renew it for another how many more uh, let's see. Good question. These come out. The episodes come out every Thursday, by the way, yeah. for people that are keeping score. Uh, and we have. Let's see. How many more episodes do we have? We have. Uh, let's see. One, two, uh, four. Four more episodes. Four more. And but can, I could I could safely say this. And by the way, Cynthia directed one of the episodes. Oh really? The episode that's going to premiere uh, this week. Oh no, no, the, that premiered. I'm sorry. That premiered on January. Oh no, this week. The one on January sixth. So we've got five to go. I'm sorry. Oh, five. We got five. We've done five. Five more to go. And Cynthia directed the episode that's going to be up on uh, January the sixth. Okay. So on Thursday, yeah, that episode will be good to see. But yeah, so can we just say this? We 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 hope that HBO Max, if they're paying attention, please, please renew this show. Renew it. We we asked that there'll be ten more episodes after right. this ten. And can I also just say this, Seema? Right. Get a younger guy. Getting a younger guy is the way to go. Right. It is. Because they make you, they take care of you. Yeah. They, um, they'll walk the dog. Yeah. They, um, will very happily ask how you're doing. They'll hold you and snuggle with you. Right. And, um, so they'll take care of a few other places. But that's besides, <laughs> that's a new note. That's a new note. <laughs> I had to just get that in there. <laughs> that was the PG-13 version, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, um, the point being is the show is fantastic. It's a very good show. It's well-written. And I, I've said before, when I watch the pod, when I listen, when I see the podcast dialogue between um, uh, Che and Jackie, uh-huh. my first thought is this. My first thought is, Carrie's like Dr. Ruth compared to these two. I know. And I keep wondering if they're ever going to throw a segment in where Carrie's giving uh, advice a la Dr. Ruth. I know. That would be interesting. Yeah. But so that that's that HBO Max, Michael Patrick King, that's an idea for next season. Yeah. And again, maybe Seema getting with a younger guy. And also, what about the masseuse? The masseuse is funny. Well, he had an Australian accent. 
And I have to say, he was, uh, the masseuse, by the way, was the one that got uh, Carrie out of that funk in the, um, with the hip. I know. Remember, did you see how much she was smiling at that, at that yeah. guy? She funny. was she was excited. It was it was very cute. It was very cute very and very good. funny. It was very well written, but so um yeah, we're just um we are just so blessed to be in this circle that we're in. Yeah. As a couple and as people that are just thriving and surviving in the year 2022. You know, we um we love each other very much and we love Chestnut very much. Chestnut's our baby girl. She's our baby girl. And, uh, you know, a lucky cat's our other fur baby. Yeah, lucky yeah. cat. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't lying about what I said, Seema. We we know how to get it done. But that's... <laughs> uh, the point being is, uh, and just like that, it's a fantastic series. If you haven't seen it, please make the appointment to see it. Go see it. It's really good. Please, it is on HBO Max. Please take the time to see it. Um... We unfortunately uh, are out of time, and we um, um, want to say. We're on the way to the doggy park beach. Yes, we got to make a quick pit stop on the way there, but we want to say uh, for all of you, uh, make that time to go to the beach, make the time to read that book, uh, make the time to call your friends and your family, take the dog for a walk. Um, Have a happy, blessed, safe New Year. Please be safe this New Year's Love Eve. Love it. Love it. Please make resolutions that are realistic. Make them in goals. Get your charts ready. And please, once you get that done, join us again once again on the Aspie Files. You can listen to us on Apple, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on um, on Breaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Take the time to listen to us, and we will see you next time. God bless and Happy New Year. God bless. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha.